0: Week three of our series, Practices of Prayer. And today I want to talk to you about, about uh, perseverance of prayer. The perseverance of prayer. You know, somebody said, you know, prayer is the greatest untapped resource that God has made available to His children. But unfortunately, many times we give up on prayer. And we just quit. And we faint. And, uh, you know, I know it's just typical. I know I deal with that. You know, I have a great desire to pray. I start praying and then I just tend to lose gas. I run out of gas. How many of you been there? You know, I feel like I'm stranded on the side of the road, prayerfully speaking, sometimes. But, you know, uh, in Luke chapter 18, verse 1, Jesus told his disciples a parable to teach them that they should always pray and never become discouraged and never become discouraged. Well, the reason why he told them this parable to encourage them not to get discouraged is because it's easy to get discouraged. And, and, and Jesus was trying to motivate them to quit praying. I mean, to keep praying, not to quit praying, not to lose heart. Amen. He was trying to tell them, don't quit. Don't give up. Keep on going. Keep on going. Keep on pressing in. Amen. Somebody said you have to learn to push in prayer. Pray until something happens. Amen. Come on, you pray through the, the, uh, the old, the old, uh, the old men and women of God used to say, you got to pray through that thing. Amen. You got to pray through to either you get your answer until you get faith that it's done or until God says, no, you got to keep pushing. Amen. And we got to persevere in prayer. Now, you know, perseverance means to maintain a course of action or, or purpose in spite of difficulties and despite of obstacles or discouragement. you got to keep going even when it hurts. you got to keep going even when it don't feel good. How many of you know that everything that's valuable to, to, to life doesn't just fall into your lap? I mean, you're going to have to pay a price for it. Amen. You're going to have to, you're going to have to have pain for it. You're going to have to sacrifice for it. It don't just come. You got to go after it. Amen. You got to go after it. You got to just, you know, tighten up your belt, roll up your sleeves and say, come on, let's go for it. Amen. And spiritually speaking, if we want breakthroughs, if we want more from God, we got to roll up our sleeves and we got to push in prayer. Hello. We got to push in prayer. Amen. Amen. You know, you might have heard this story, but I, I heard this story about the, there was a gold mining company that bought. They, they, they found out that there was a, a bunch of gold at a certain place uh, in, in, the, in, the, uh, in North America. And they began digging for this gold and digging and digging. And they went months, they went years. And they couldn't find gold. And they were spending all this money trying to get to this gold mine, trying to find this, this gold ore in the earth. And they kept digging, kept digging, couldn't find. They gave up. And they closed the company down. A few years passed, another company decided we are certain there's gold around here somewhere, and we're gonna try to find it. So they bought the they bought the the lease on the land, they open up the they opened up the store again, they opened up the company again, and they went to digging. And in a few short months, they hit the gold shaft, and the rest is history. They made millions and millions and millions of dollars because they found the gold. Amen. They found the treasure. And, you know, that story kind of reminds me that, you know, God says he's given us an inheritance. There are riches. There are treasures in the kingdom of God. But sometimes I think we we quit just a little bit too soon. If we just kept pressing in, if we fasted one more meal, if we denied our flesh one more day, we might get through that wall and tap in to the inheritance that God has for us. Hey, listen, I'm here today to encourage you that God has great things in store for you, but it's not going to fall in your lap. You got to just rake. You got to encourage yourself in the Lord and say, I'm going after God. Amen. Can I get an amen? amen? Jesus often taught and encouraged perseverance in prayer. And in Matthew 7 and 7, he said this, ask and it will be given to you. seeking you will find. knocking it will be open to you. For everyone who asks receive, he who seeks finds, him who knocks it will be open. Or what man is there among you? When his son asks for a loaf, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, he will not give him a snake, will he? If you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father who's in heaven give what is good to those who ask him? Now I'll just realize, I probably should let you know that I got a breakthrough this week. And uh, I, I got delivered from the river of denial. I quit denying the fact that I can't see far and I can't see close, and I put me some glasses on. Amen. I have some new parishioners in church today. I didn't know y'all were here. I couldn't see past the fourth row. Come on, are y'all with me? Amen. And so Jesus gives us three key uh, developing per, uh, three keys to developing perseverance in your life. And he says there, the three keys is in verse 7. He said, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. You know, some people look at that verse and say they ought to tear that verse out of Scripture because that goes against faith. No, Jesus wouldn't put something in the Bible that would go against faith. That's a misunderstanding of the Scripture. Jesus said that we should ask, we should seek, and we should find. The first key to developing perseverance in prayer is by de- developing the habit of bringing all your needs to God. How many of you know sometimes we bring our needs to doctors, to lawyers, to the government, to, to our neighbors, to our friends? We let the whole world know our needs before we even talk to God about them. But Jesus said, ask, and it will be done. It means to crave or desire as a beggar. For God's help and provision to meet your needs. You know, God wants us to lean on him. How many of you know that? The word ask there in the Greek is used in a present imperative, implying that the word ask is a continued action. He wants us to continually ask him for help. Amen. The word actually means to ask and to keep on asking. Amen. Are y'all with me? To ask and keep on asking. Now, Jesus is encouraging us not to get tired and get discouraged, not to quit, and, and, but to keep on praying by asking Him for help. Amen. Now, why should we develop perseverance in prayer? Well, He tells us. He said, ask and it will be given to you. Why does He want us to continue to pray? Because He, as a father, He wants His children to receive the blessing that comes with asking Him. listen, the Lord knows what we need before we even ask. That's what the scripture says. Isn't that right? Well, why would he ask us to pray about it if he already knows what we need? Because he wants us to develop the faith and the trust that he is the supplier. He is Jehovah Jireh, and he wants to help us to get through this world and this life that we live. So therefore, he says, ask and you shall receive. Remember, Elijah learned this, that perseverance releases God's provision. Do you remember in in 1 Kings, when Elijah told King Ahab, he said, hey, this is is a word from the Lord. It won't rain for years until I say it's going to rain again. You can see King Ahab just, you know, chuckling and saying, who does this guy think he is? That he's going to stop the rain from falling. That he's going to shut heaven up where rain's not going to come. Well, you know what happened? It didn't come. First Kings 17.1, Elijah was from Tishbe of, in Gilead, and he told King Ahab, As surely as the Lord, the God of Israel, lives, the God I serve, there will be no dew or rain during the next few years until I give the word. And so at Elijah's word, the heavens were shut, and there was no rain for years. But you know what? And then later, Elijah prayed. The Lord, the Lord spoke to him, and he prayed that it would start raining again. And how many of you know that a torrential rain came down? In in, in, uh, 1 Kings 18, 41, Elijah said to Ahab, hey, go get something to eat and drink, for I hear a mighty rainstorm coming. You can hear King Ahab. That's funny. That's funny. And so, verse 42, Ahab went to eat and drink, but Elijah climbed to the top of Mount Carmel, and he bowed low to the ground, and he prayed with his face between his knees. And then he said to his servant, hey, go and look out toward the sea. The servant went and looked. And then returned Elijah and said, I don't see anything. Seven times Elijah told him to go and look. Finally, the seventh time his servant told him, I saw a little cloud about the size of a man's hand rising from the sea. Elijah smiled, I think. And then Elijah shouted, hurry to Ahab and tell him. Climb into your chariot and go back home. If you don't hurry, the rain will stop you. And soon the sky was black with clouds. A heavy wind brought a terrific rainstorm. And Ahab left quickly for Jezreel. Then the Lord gave special strength to Elijah. He tucked his cloak into his belt. And he ran ahead of Ahab's chariot all the way to the entrance of Jezreel. Come on. God gave him some wheels. He passed up the chariot. Amen. But listen, you know, he said, you know, the, the, the man of God, uh, the servant said, I see a little cloud the size of a hand. Elijah said, you better get your rain suit on, buddy. You might want to get in your P-Rogue, too. It's coming. Amen. But now listen, he sent a servant to go check for the rain seven times. He must have not been a man of faith, huh? He went seven times. What I believe that. What that say? And he prayed and asked God to, to send rain. And he went, looking. no rain. He didn't quit. He didn't give up. He went back, put his head between his knees again. And he said, Lord, send rain. They're going to laugh at you if you don't send rain. Lord, send rain. He said, go check and see. He went, checked and see. No rain. He went back to prayer. Lord, send rain. The seventh time, the servant wind said, a little cloud is coming. And Elijah said, I got it in my spirit. I know it's coming. Rain come down. Amen. Come on, are y'all with me? Now listen, did Elijah get his answer from God the first time he prayed for rain? No, he didn't. Did Elijah get discouraged and stop praying after the first time he asked for rain? No, he didn't. You know what Elijah did? He persevered in prayer until something happened. Come on, you got to persevere in prayer until something happens. Amen. Come on, are y'all with me? Now, suppose Elijah had stopped praying on the sixth time. Suppose he had stopped praying on the third time. Suppose he had stopped praying after one day of fasting and says, Ah, this is too hard, I quit. I don't know, but it says the seventh time he got his answer. Amen? So listen, I'm telling you, don't give up. Don't quit praying. Keep on pressing in. Amen? George Mueller prayed for two friends. He prayed for two friends for over 60 years. And you know what happened? One of those friends got saved. The last service George Mueller preached. And the other friend that had not yet been saved, he got saved at his funeral service. Come on. Can I get a witness here? Let me give you a modern day example. Mr. Air, Miss Louise, you mind standing? This is my father-in-law and mother-in-law. Many years ago, over 30 years ago, this couple got saved. Praise be to God. And they raised a daughter named Tanya who became my bride. Amen. But here's not the point. For 30 years, they prayed for a son who was an, uh, an alcoholic. For 30 years, they prayed for him. He was so bad off, they were making plans for his funeral. You know what? After 30 years of praying... God grabbed a hold of his heart and drew him to church. And right here at this altar, he surrendered his life to Jesus Christ. He went through a rehab, just graduated last week, and now is in ministry serving the Lord. Yes. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. I'm telling you, don't give up. Quit praying. Thank you. Quit praying. Don't quit praying, keep praying, keep pressing in, keep persevering, amen. You know, I was thinking about this and the value. I, I can't overemphasize this point enough. You know, I remember, I remember years ago hearing a teaching on the, the prayer of Jabez. You heard of the prayer of Jabez? It's in 1 Chronicles 4.10. It says, Jabez cried out to God of Israel that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me. Keep me from harm so that I'll be free from pain. And God granted his request. I heard somebody preach on that. And whenever they preached on it, they said, you know, ask God to enlarge your territory. You know, which means, Lord, move your, move your, your, your fences in the Old Testament time. Giving you more property. More cattle. Come on. More income. More resource, more influence in the kingdom of God. Amen? And I remember he, he, this, this guy that was, was teaching that said he prayed that prayer, prayed that prayer, and, and prayed it for years and nothing happened. And then all of a sudden God blew the doors open. And this man's had a tremendous, tremendous impact in the kingdom of God. And so I said, well, I know God's no respecter of person. I think I'm going to pray that prayer. Lord, enlarge my border. Increase my influence. Amen. Come on. And you know supernaturally miraculous. I'm just like, "Lord, I spent some time developing a sermon. I wish that sermon would reach more people than just the people on Sunday morning." Is that okay to pray that? Yes, it's the word of God. I think God'll be all right with that. Amen. Well you know this couple in the church here? Uh, they they, uh, they got they're right here. Why don't y'all stand up, Joey and Pam? Joey and Pam. Illustrated sermon this morning right here. Well they got they got sent to uh, Indonesia on a work on a work assignment. Amen. They went to Indonesia. We started sending our DVDs over there. They started handing them out to people. This little lady took it upon herself to start getting cell groups together, giving our DVDs out. Now they got live groups all over Indonesia, and they're listening to the services of Family Life Church. Amen. Yes, amen. Praise the Lord. There's no way that I could ever touch Indonesia unless God did it. Amen. And by the way, Tanya and I are getting to go in July and preach. They invited us to go preach in the church over there. Yes, Amen. Amen. I found out this week, they're watching, they're showing our DVDs at the at that place where, where my brother-in-law is right now. They're they showing the, the word of God out there. Amen. In Lafayette Correctional Center, they're showing some of our DVDs there. I'm telling you, God answers prayer, but you can't pray one time and say, God didn't answer my prayer. God don't care. Come on. Grab a hold of the altar and do like Jacob and say, Lord, I'm not letting go lest you bless me. Amen. Now listen. Yes, come on. Now does that mean God has answered all my prayers? No, no, no. No. I think if He did, I would quit praying, quit depending on Him. He don't, He hadn't answered all my prayer, but I'm not giving up. I'm not quitting praying. Amen. Just cause you go to bat and you don't hit the ball the first time at bat, it don't mean you quit going to bat. Come on, go to bat. Amen. Are y'all hearing me today, church? Come on, I want to encourage you today. Don't give up. Keep praying. Amen. Number two, so you, 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 you uh, develop perseverance by continually bringing your knees to God. Number two, by consistently seeking insight and guidance from God. Matthew 7, 7 says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Seek means to desire or endeavor to receive insight and guidance from God. How many of you need guidance from God? Again, the word seek is in the Greek, and it means, it's a present imperative, implying that seeking is a continued action. Seek and keep on seeking. Seek guidance and insight from God, and keep seeking guidance and insight from God. Listen, you pray for guidance and insight from God today. It doesn't mean you don't need it tomorrow. Tomorrow, you seek insight and guidance from God. Amen? You don't know what's coming up. You don't know what's down the road. But the Lord knows everything before it even started. So you ask and you seek for insight and guidance from God. Amen? The Lord is encouraging us to not stop praying and seeking His divine guidance, but to constantly and consistently and and, and completely seek Him in divine guidance. How many of you need guidance? Amen. How many of you need divine guidance? How many of you need wisdom from God? You know, remember when Daniel, whenever he was on that 21-day fast, and uh, he was on that 21-day that fasting and prayer vigil, and, uh, and so he wanted to receive understanding of this vision that he had, and, but he didn't know what it meant. And so he started seeking God. In, in Daniel 10 and 2, it says, When this vision came to me, I, Daniel, had been in mourning for three whole weeks. And all that time, I had eaten no rich food, nor meat or wine crossed my lips. And I used no fragrant lotions until those three weeks had passed. So Daniel fasted for three weeks for understanding of this vision. In verse 13, it says, But for 21 days... The prince, the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia blocked my way. Then Michael, one of the archangels, came to help me. I left him there with the spirit prince of the king of Persia. And he says, I'm here to explain what will happen to your people in the future. For this vision concerns a time to come. And he unfolded the vision. Now, for 21 days, Daniel prayed and fasted for insight and guidance from God. But it wasn't until after the 21st day that Daniel received his answer. Was it because God didn't want to give him the answer? No. The, the, the Bible tells us that there was, a, there was a war going on in heaven. There was spiritual opposition. But you know, sometimes we get to prayer and we say, Lord, I need divine guidance and wisdom. And we get up from prayer and we don't feel like he, he gave it to us. And the enemy's right there and say, you see, God don't care about you. He don't want to answer your prayer. You might as well just quit and give up. And all the time, he's the one that's trying to block the answer. Amen? How many of you know there's a war going on? And the enemy hates Christians. And he hates them to rule and reign in the earth. He hates them to do about the Father's business. And he will fight. I wonder if Daniel would have, would have received his answer if he had quit seeking God for his divine guidance. We need to persevere in seeking God. Seeking him for his will. Seeking him for wisdom and, and, and to make wise decisions. The better decisions you make, the better your life is going to be. Amen. We need to keep seeking. We, we need to keep persevering and ask God for his knowledge and his understanding. How many of you know the Lord sees everything? Yeah. See, from where I am right now, I can see almost every face in here because I got an advantage. I got a slight advantage. I, I have a different perspective. Listen, the high, the high and lofty one. He lives in the holy place. He li- He's the mighty God. He's a wonderful counselor and the great I am. He's got a perspective like we have no clue of. He knows the beginning from the end. He knows what's coming right down the road. He has divine light, divine insight. He knows when we're about to run into a wall. He knows when we're about to run into a tree. He knows to get us around it. He knows how to give us what we need to get through the next level that we are. We need the divine wisdom and guidance of God. Amen. Are y'all with me? Who are we to think I'm so smart and I'm so good that I don't need the divine counsel and wisdom and insight and knowledge of the living God? If we want a blessed life, we need God's counsel to come. Come on, are y'all with me? We need the divine revelation of the Lord to come. Amen. Now, Daniel received divine knowledge as he pursued God. In Daniel one seventeen, it says, To these four young men, God gave knowledge and understanding of all kinds of literature and learning. And Daniel could not understand visions and dreams of all kinds. Listen, God will give you supernatural knowledge and and give you understanding of things you don't know. How many of you know there are secrets to the Lord? There are secrets. There are mysteries of the Lord. Amen. And we, we just know a, a, just a smidget of the vast knowledge that God has. Somebody said we're just on the shore of the vast gulf of the knowledge of God. We hadn't even gotten to water yet. Amen. But we can know more than we know right now. And God can supernaturally download his revelation into us. And give us divine strategy to fight our battles. He can give us divine insight. To overcome the walls that we're in the opposition that we're facing. Amen? And he did for David. King David was a successful warrior. He, he was very, very successful at winning battles. But you know, David didn't rely on his own ability and wisdom. The Bible says often that David inquired of the Lord. He said, Lord, I don't know whether I should go on that job or not. I don't know if I should tackle that problem or not. Tell me what I should do, Lord. And the Lord would speak to him, give him divine knowledge, and he became successful in battle. Amen? The Bible says in 2 Samuel 5 and 22, Once more the Philistines came up and spread out in the valley of Rephaim. And David inquired of the Lord, and he answered, Do not go straight up, but circle around behind them and attack them in front of the, the balsam trees. What? Go behind them? It might have been the first time he ever thought about that. But he said, don't just go right up to him. Go around him, David. Okay, Lord, at your word, you're smarter than me. I'm going to do it your way. Come on. Can I get a witness here? You know, humanism has crept into the church. Humanism says, I know more than God. It's from the devil and it's come into this society. And sometimes we think we're more smarter than God himself. That is ridiculous. God created the brain. Amen. And so anyway, let me get back on track here. Verse 24. And as soon as you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the balsam trees, move quickly because that will mean the Lord has gone out in front of you to strike the Philistines. So David did as the Lord commanded him, and he struck down the Philistines all the way from Gibeon to Gizar. Now, imagine this. This is unorthodox. This is an unorthodox way to do war. Don't go in the front of them. Go around them. And just pay attention. When you hear a sound of marching. Well, Lord, where's that going to come from? You send us. Don't worry about it, David. I'm going to send some more. Don't worry about it. Just when you hear the marching, go ahead. And I don't know how. I mean, does it matter how God did it? I mean, he he can do it, right? (laughs) Amen. And so all of a sudden, he hears the marching and they go in and they plunder the Philistines. You know, I, I feel like, brothers and sisters, that we got some problems and we don't know how to solve them. And the Lord will give us divine revelation and insight on how to tackle those problems and how to get around the solution. Give us the solution to the ways to get to, to that thing. Amen? Come on. We might be facing it head on and the Lord said, no, not this time do this differently. People might not understand, people might laugh at you, they might scorn you, they might they might criticize you, they might tell you things that you don't want to hear. Don't worry about it. Just do what I tell you and leave it up to me. Come on. Can I get a witness? Yes, amen. 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 All right. Let me see if I can find my place now. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Oh, I'm blessed. Are you blessed? Yes. Let's see, we're going to move on here for the sake of time. So keep praying. Amen. Uh, Isaiah eleven two. 2, the Spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The Spirit of wisdom, the Spirit of understanding, the Spirit of counsel and power, the Spirit of the knowledge of the fear of the Lord. Father, give me wisdom. Give me knowledge, Lord. Give me understanding. You know, the Bible says God gave Daniel the ability to, to do things like uh, practical things, the Lord can teach you how to do plumbing. He can teach you how to do electrical work. Amen. You might get an inspection before you turn it on, though. You know what I'm saying? But how many of you know that's what that's what the Bible's? How many of you know God is the, is the beginning of all wisdom? You know, somehow we think that that started with us. That's so funny. That we're so smart, we don't need God. That is ridiculous. If God didn't give you a brain, you could not think. But humanism is raising his head. Come on. Come on. Pull down that stronghold. Pull it down. You can't think a thought without God giving you a brain. Amen. The third key to develop. Are you all with me? Can I keep going? The third key to developing perseverance in prayer. By persistently knocking by faith on heaven's door. Keep knocking and expect your breakthrough to come. Keep knocking and expect your breakthrough to come. Keep knocking and expect your breakthrough to come. Matthew 7, 7, ask it will be given, seek and you will find, knock it, it will be open to you. The Lord invites us through prayer to keep knocking on heaven's door. To illustrate this point, in Luke chapter 11, we finally got there. In Luke chapter 11, in verse 5, teaching them more about prayer, he used this story. Suppose you went to a friend's house at midnight wanting to borrow three loaves of bread. And you say to him, a friend of mine has just arrived for a visit and I have nothing for him to eat. And suppose he calls out from his bedroom, don't bother me. The door is locked for the night. My family and I are in bed. I can't help you. But I tell you this, though he won't do it for friends, friendship's sake, if you keep knocking long enough, he will get up and give you whatever you need because of your shameless persistence. Amen. Did I say something wrong? I have an anointing for that. So. Olivia, give me my report card after church. Amen. Okay. You get this point here? I have no idea what I said. But here we go. All right. Through this parable. Here's the point. Jesus illustrates the important, the importance of persevering in prayer. He says, "Shameless." Persistence and persevering prayer opens up spiritual doors of breakthrough and provision. Amen. Now, listen, when that little lady started rapping on that door, that dude was in bed. He wasn't about to get up. And Jesus, you know, Jesus don't get wore out. You know, like you can't wear him out. Oh, stop. Okay. You know, you can't wear him out. But you know, how many of you know it takes great faith to hold on to a promise and hold on to it 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 it until something happens? It takes faith to do that. Amen? And he's saying, look, knock on heaven's door. In verse 9, and he says, in the same flow of Scripture. And then he says, so I tell you, keep on asking and you will receive... What you ask for, keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And everyone who knocks, the door will be open. The Lord wants us to open up. Wants us to open up uh, spiritual doors. He wants us to open up spiritual doors of opportunity. In in 1 Corinthians sixteen nine, It says, for a wide door for effective service has opened to me. And there are many adversaries. You know, I believe this, that. That behind every great door of opportunity and blessing is a demonic adversary that wants to keep that door closed. The enemy is not just going to open up the door for us and say, come on, right in, man. I know you serving God. I want to help you out. He is not going to do that. He's going to stand against that door, and he will try to hold that door shut, hoping that you don't press on it long enough and strong enough and hard enough that it breaks loose and breaks open, and then the tidal wave of God's favor and blessing will come. Amen. Come on. And so I want to encourage you today. Keep pressing. Keep pushing. we got one more week to go. Don't throw in the towel. Come on. Stir yourself up and say, you know what? I'm, I'm keeping on going. I'm not going to allow discouragement to stop me. I'm not going to allow the no to stop me. I'm not going to allow my circumstances to stop me. You know, listen, don't get discouraged if you start praying and it gets worse. Don't get discouraged if you start praying and things just turn sour. Hey, listen, sometimes that's just a sign that the enemy's given his last ditch effort to try to defeat you and discourage you. Come on, pick yourself up in faith and start knocking on heaven's door and do like Jacob and say, Lord, I'm not letting go lest you bless me. Come on, Matthew 11 and 12 says, From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing, and forceful men lay hold of it. Come on, stand with me and let's pray. I know one man that's glad that Mr. Eric and Ms. Louise didn't quit praying. Amen. They're not making arrangements for his funeral now. They're making arrangements for his life now. Amen. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, let's believe God. Just lift your hands right now. Let's believe God. Come on, let's believe God for great breakthrough. For great breakthrough. For great breakthrough. Come on, believe God. Come on. Some of you have been praying. Don't give up. Keep on. Keep on. Come on. Some of you, some of you have been praying for years. You've got discouraged. Come on. Come on. Rise up again in faith. Come on, in faith. Come on. Declare your children coming in. Come on, declare your spouse coming in. Come on, declare your financial situation changing. Come on. Some of you need to claim your marriage. Come on, claim it right now. Claim restoration of broken relationships. Come on, claim addictions broken. Come on, declare it. Claim it right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you and praise you for a flow of your spirit over this place. Lord, we declare that they are major and and my, Lord, they are major breakthroughs, God. Great breakthroughs, miraculous breakthroughs, supernatural breakthroughs. I believe it. I declare it. Lord, the enemy has to let go. The enemy has to give up. Our children, our grandchildren, our families, our lives, our possessions, in the name of Jesus, we declare the blood of Jesus covers us. We declare greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Lord, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Lord, we pray. Lord, we knock on heaven's door. Lord, you open doors that no man can shut. You shut doors that no man can open. Open doors, Lord. Open doors, Lord. Open spiritual doors. Open spiritual doors. Shut demonic doors. Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Open spiritual doors Open spiritual doors Over your people today Thank you Father God Thank you Lord God Thank you my Lord For a release For a release For a release Come on How many of you believe the Lord can open doors today Come on We need to pray for revival We need to pray for awakening Come on We need God to move. Come, Lord. We desperately need you to work in our midst, oh God. God, we come to you, Lord. We come to you asking. And keep asking. And seeking. And we're going to continue to seek. And we're going to knock. And we're going to continue to knock. The Lord says some of you have been looking at your circumstances and it's caused you to take your eyes off of me. But I want you to walk by faith and not by sight. And I want you to call those things that aren't as though they are. And I want you to begin claiming, declaring, and believing. I want you to get a picture of the finished product and concentrate on that. Think on that. Believe that. Look on that. Quit looking at the winds and the waves. They'll make you sink. Look to me who is the author and the finisher of your faith. In Jesus' name, I pray. And everybody shouted and said, Amen. 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 Praise you, Lord.